This is episode number six with intuitive strategist Alain Jean Baptiste. Welcome to the Hustle to Greatness podcast. I'm your host, Luke Sisselbath, and each week I'll be bringing special guests who will inspire and give us step-by-step action tips on how to hustle our way to greatness. My mission here is to help you to call the shots in your own life and to live your life on your own terms. Follow me on this journey to greatness while picking the minds of these brilliant entrepreneurs. Let's get you from being good to great. Welcome back. We are back in full effect once again. And today we have Mr. Alain Jean-Baptiste, who is an intuitive strategist as well as a neuro-linguistic programming trainer. And in this conversation, he's going to go over some exercises on how we can reawaken our natural intuitive abilities and consciously create success in life and in business. Now, without further ado, let's dive right in. Welcome, Alain, to the show. Very appreciate that you uh, took your time off uh, to do the episode with me. <laughs> Thanks, Luke. Very, very happy to be here. Uh, again, congratulations on your podcast. Thank you, sir. Um, as you know, my name is Alain Jean-Baptiste. I, I specialize in intuitive leadership. And so I've been doing this for about two decades. Um, my skills are in the areas of relationship creation and consciously creating success. So intuition is the main tool that I use. I also use NLP, you know, relationship dynamics and a whole bunch of techniques. But the most important one that I use is very much so in terms of how my mind um, uses its uh, intuitive abilities. Oh, great. Great. And yes, I've, uh, I took a look at your site. I, I did some research. I'm, I'm actually subscribed to your newsletter. Right. And uh, that's the reason why I, I reached out and invited you to the show. Uh, and I believe you can uh, do a lot and share a lot of uh, your wisdom with us. Because uh, this podcast to me, it's, 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 it started off being self-serving. Actually, it is still self-serving uh, because uh, the guests, every guest that comes on the show, they're handpicked by myself. Right. And uh, I, I take all the strengths that or expertise that uh, all my guests have. And what what really stuck out about yourself, Alain, was that you work a lot of in, with intuition. And you're, you're, you're a success coach. However, uh, you, you focus on intuition. So that separates you apart from a lot of people out there. And, and I was very intrigued by intuition because I, I used to teach self-defense. And what I teach the women, uh, the rape prevention, was that whatever their gut feeling is telling them, that, hey, don't talk to this guy or, hey, run th- walk this way or, uh, you know, triggering them to do something or, or giving them a bad feeling. I always told them to act on it instead of getting into that danger and uh, not be able to come home to their f- family, right? So I, I always, uh, I'm a big believer in intuition. And now you have a, little, a different twist to it. Uh, you're using it to help people uh, succeed in business and in life. Correct. So it's the same process that you were doing uh, brilliantly with these women is that it, the idea here is to calibrate to your sense of knowingness because let's, let's just you know, talk about what intuition is versus that intuition is by definition, if you read it, it'll say the ability to know or the sense of knowingness. It's you know. So you know if, when you teach those women to listen to that feeling, that gut feeling you always hear about or that hunch uh, of, you know, don't go there. Or if you feel that hunch with this guy, probably is not a good idea. 
you know, I'll teach you self-defense in case you, you know, make a mistake and you should have listened in the first place, uh, you know, which is a great strategy. Um, but at first, you know, it's to shy away or just say, you know what, I don't think this is going to happen tonight and me uh, going in your direction here. Uh, and so in business is the same, you know, you meet a lot of people in networking and, you know, you do business with one contractor, one supplier or a client. And sometimes you'll just get that feeling that, you know what, maybe it's not a good idea to deal with this client, or maybe it's not a good idea to deal with this supplier. Or in the long run, you know what, this person, I don't think that I can trust, or maybe I can trust, and then just go ahead, or sometimes in terms of opportunity. you know, I focus more on helping people recognize the opportunity and say, you know what, I sense that this would be a great opportunity for you. You'll be able to build these skills and you'll be able to know these people and do these deals in the next couple of months. And so the way I work with intuition is I help people, I guess I would say chop it down and really look at what are, what's the mechanism they use uh, to find out you know, how their hunches right. gave them an opportunity that made them succeed. Because most people study failure, right? Mm -hmm. I'll study success and find out, okay, well, how did you know to trust this person at first? And how did you know not to trust this person? And I'll say, well, you know, I sense this person. And when I heard this tone of voice, then I decided, you know what? I don't think that's it. Or they'll hear a specific key word. Or they'll feel a specific um, feeling in terms of when they moved uh, in terms of nonverbal communication. Because part of listening to your intuition is also recognizing nonverbal communication, as you know. So. Right. Right. So you you pretty much break it down into process. So you you'll you'll go you'll break it down in uh, their mind first and ask them a bunch of questions. Okay, so step by step. So why uh, did you trust them at first? And then and then you formulate that into a process. And Correct. Then it, then it becomes repeatable. Is that is that? Yeah, that's one. Of, that's one technique you can use. Uh, what I did over time is I I, I went to see uh, other intuitives or other psychics or medium, if you want. And I went also to study uh, successful people. And I asked them, you know, loads and loads of questions over a decade long. And I created what's called the seven lost senses, which are uh, senses that are outside your normal five senses so that you can attune yourself to information that is beyond what you can perceive. Because if you think about everything that you're living, or life itself, or reality itself, it's an illusion. But it's an illusion, like Einstein would say, that's very persistent. And so it's all a question of perception. And so the way you perceive something will give you a gut reaction to it. So if you perceive something to be uh, negative or positive, you know, you'll be able to sense it beforehand. And there are studies, I believe, at Cornell University or Princeton, I'm not sure uh, which one, um, that, you know, they had people look at two photos. One was porn, <laughs> and the other one was, you know, it was light porn from what he started. And then, you know, the story is his kids showed them the real thing. And so the other one were, uh, you know, animals like snake, wolves, you know, dangerous animals. Right. And before they would show them the real picture, those pictures weren't shown. Before they did that, the person was able to anticipate, you know, happy feeling or fear feeling. Mm -hmm. And so, Another uh, research that I uh, found was in 1905, um, they were doing uh, studies on blind people. And at one point, the study said that, you know, there was more than five senses because 
there are certain things they couldn't account for that the person was able to sense that wasn't part of the five senses. And that's why you always hear the sixth sense. It right. starts really from right. that point on. But nobody, you know, nobody bothered to find out what the, the sixth sense is or what actually does. And so I went in there and I thought, okay, well, the sixth sense, it's the sense of imagination, which enables you to get access to all the other senses. You know, uh, there's intuition, there's remote viewing, there's remote perception. Um, all of it has to do with being able to train your mind to recognize that there's things outside which you can perceive, which are five senses, which are taste, you know, touch, hearing, feeling, tasting. And so from that point on, then you're able to get more information, which your mind does already. When you're getting that gut feeling, it's just all these senses is like trapped and going at one plane saying, listen, you got to listen to this right now. Mm -hmm. okay? mm -hmm. But if you, you know, use hypnosis or something like that and you go inside, you know, what the person felt at that moment and, you know, ask a lot of questions, you'll be able to find out that, oh, okay, they sensed it or they were able to perceive something at a distance. And right. so that enables them to get access to information that others aren't. So that, you know, when you're about to sign a contract, maybe you want to be able to sense or, you know, how the contract's going to go over time. And if you can do that, then that's the best. Because when you sign the contract, you don't want to end up six months from now, you know, losing right. all your money. Right. So it's a good idea. Now, do you use hypnosis in, in uh, like you mentioned hypnosis. So do you, is this how you extract the information so that they that your clients are aware of that situation to build their intuition muscle is when I mean is hypnosis that is that and um, you know if we think of um, hacking into the mind or extracting okay. into the mind um, hypnosis really means uh, um, an altered state of of consciousness okay so as an example you're watching TV and the movie gets boring and you go and, you know, start thinking about other things. That's right. a sign of it. You're, you're under hypnosis, technically. You're in trance. Happens all the time to right? me. <laughs> or, you know, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, for myself or other people, uh, you know, you'll go see uh, certain situations like, uh, you know, a seminar and after, you know, hours and hours out hours and listening oh, yeah. to a seminar, you, you, you get into a trance again. Or, you know, you might just go into a bar and meet somebody that, you know, is really beautiful and then you just look at this person and <laughs> nobody else exists right yeah like all vacuum <laughs> that's definitely happened to uh the majority of us I, exactly I believe, yeah. so that's and, another sign of you know okay dies you're under you know so, so how do you do that with that person how would you do that to to one of your clients i mean do you is that something you do to somebody or they have to do that to themselves well normally to change the altered to bring the person into an altered state of um consciousness you just ask questions Okay. Allow them to either, you know, slow down their um, their their brain activity by, you know, beginning to talk differently is one way you can do that. Uh, asking different questions, um, being able to have them access, you know, uh, something in their past. So I would ask something like, okay, well, remember the last contract that you had or that you created, or remember the last relationship you had that you know you felt. You really succeeded in finding the right person for you. Can you remember that? And then, you know, they say, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm there. And then you ask them, okay, what did you do? What did you hear? What did the person say? What did you see? You know, what did you feel? Oh, well, you know, I noticed that, you know, the, the tone of voice was different. Um, I really, 
wasn't tra- tranced by you know the way they looked or the way they moved their hair or blah 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 in terms of you know relationship. <laughs> right. And then from that point on, you know, you can also ask them, okay, well, find out, you know, when is a time that you met somebody and you knew it was a bad idea to just you know either do business with them or you know have a relationship uh, with this person. And you know, this has happened uh, even to me. You know, <laughs> you know, a long time ago, you know, you make choices in relationships, and you're like, oh, <laughs> all right, I think this relationship is about done for now. Yeah, uh, you know, and you want you to live and you learn. Why, yeah, why did I do that? Uh, and then you learn that you know, at that point in time, it could have been a good idea with you know, um, at the point in time in your life. But it's not to say that the person is not right or not. But the idea is over time is that what you want with the person. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so you need to be able to ask yourself those questions. A lot of people don't. You know, I'll oh. ask them, you know, you know, what are 10 things that you look for in a relationship? Well, you know, she has to be pretty or he has to look good. You know, he has to make <laughs> money. I'm like, okay. And what's the most important thing? Oh, they have to look good. Okay. Well, you know, that, that takes away a lot of things. So, yeah. you know, doesn't matter if there's a serial, like a serial killer, killer that looks very good. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, no, you know, that's not what I mean. Well, you know, those are the criteria. So, in terms of creating success, you always ought to ask yourself first, what do I want? Okay. And then from that point on, you feel it. You sense, is this good for me or not good for me? Is it a wise choice or a good or bad choice? A wise choice is over time. So, you know, doing um, business with somebody could be good now, but over time, your intuition might say, you know what? Mm, I don't know. This person, they're, they're a bit sketchy. No, no, no. You know, it's a good thing. I'll get more popular and, you know, I'll be able to get more, more either, I don't know, fans or more, uh, you know, get the contract and make more money. But over time, you know, a couple of months later, you realize this was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> okay? mm-hmm. And so it's to listen to that. That voice, if you want to call it, that inner voice, you always, you often hear, mm-hmm. and, and then just make that decision. Yeah, and I, and, I, and like like you said earlier, that uh, I, I believe a lot of people do not listen to that inner voice, right? A lot of people just dismiss it. And correct, they, there's a couple of reasons why. One, they don't hear it. Two, mm-hmm. they tell it shut up. <laughs> yeah, three, they they just the ego steps in and says, you know what. This is what I want. Right. The ego is much louder too. The the ego is much louder. That's correct. And then fear. You know, some people, when you're really doing something intuitively, like I said, it's a sense of knowingness. And this is very important for, you know, the people listening is that it is always calibrated to the future that you could say is sort of best for you or your true self in the future or your future self for that matter. Okay. Mm -hmm. Whereas the ego, when it's fear... Fear tells you that the belief that you have at the moment is not alignment with your future self. That's all. And so when you align yourself with your future self by listening to your intuition or listening to, you know, I should do this instead of that, or I should focus on this right now instead of that. Like myself, I'm focusing on, you know, writing my book. But if I focus on getting three, four new clients this week or something, I can sense darkness. Now, this is not Darth Vader stuff, so don't worry. <laughs> I, I totally understand what you're saying because okay. I've, uh, I've, I've tried, well, in the past, I was very ambitious, right? And I still am very ambitious, but 
I was focusing on too many things at the same time as in uh, ventures. And mm-hmm. I was just starting to get out of whack. I, Correct. Th- like, and, and when I felt the result of being out of whack was burnout. Correct. Right? So because I, you're not in what's called the sense of life, yeah. which is the seventh sense because of vitality. So the sense of life, like myself, if I figure out, okay, listen, I have this amount of time this week. I have this, I'm doing that I'm doing. If I focus on my book, I can feel the lightness. I can feel myself getting at peace. But if I focus on, you know, trying to get new clients for now, for the next little while, it just, it's empty. It's not there. So it's not the time. Okay. The reason I would do that is, I don't know, maybe I'm afraid of not having enough money or, you know, I want to make sure that I have enough client or competition or whatever the story is. Okay. So it's to align yourself with that light that really counts. And you know, it's fun thing that we should hear um, the new Star Wars trailer. Have you seen it? No, I haven't you know, seen it. It talks yet, about no. the Force Awakens. You should, you should see it. And okay. you know, he says, you know, my father has it. I have it. You have it. And because the, the level of awareness is getting, you know, is getting bigger and bigger in the world. Right. So the fear of not having enough for some, especially billionaires now, you, you can see more and more of them just giving their money away. Well, yeah, that's a real yeah. change from leadership from, you know, say a thousand years ago. Oh, definitely. Okay? Yeah. Why? Because they can feel that they have enough. And so in terms of success now, you have to re- evaluate what success is. You know, when we were a kid, success is becoming a millionaire. I'm going to be a millionaire. And then, right. and then what? I'm at a million and one cent. What happens next? Yeah. You know? uh, okay, I'm here. So now what? <laughs> well, you know, you have to keep going, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It so you calibrate differently now. Okay? Right. And so that's very important for people to, to realize is that your intuition will tell you, maybe it's not a good idea for you to, you know, to want to be a millionaire next week Maybe it's a good idea for you in the long term, or maybe it's not, you know, it's not even part of your life plan and that's mm-hmm. okay. And so it, success and intuition play, uh, you know, key roles together. Right. The, the, uh, the alignment is, is very, uh, I, th- I feel like it's very crucial. Um, oh, yes, I, mean, yes. I, made, I made those mistakes. Well, you know, they're, they're not mistakes because they're just learning lessons, right? Correct. Uh, gr- growing up, uh, you know, this is like my early 20s. So, and I was, you know, very ambitious. So. Everything was just going, going strong. And, and the thing is, I think what I was feeling, uh, doing things that were out of alignment with what I was, should have been doing was because I, I'm looking back right now after just speaking to you right now, Alain, is uh, I felt like I wasn't busy enough. I felt like to be busy, I would be more successful. successful. Exactly. Right? And that's, you know, that's a common thing people say is like, you know, okay, well, what am I going to do right now? Especially when you own your own business. I, you know, I've coached a lot of people in... Uh, that have their own business or start up their own business. And, you know, it's always about, well, you know, I need to be busy. Well, mm. busy doing what? Well, you know, I have to do something because, you know, it's, this is coming up and, you know, I have to be organized and this and like, what does that mean to be organized? Well, you know, I have to get my, you know, letterhead and I said, okay, well, in the long run, what is it you want to create? Okay. Right. What's your vision? Oh, uh, you know, I want to make a lot of money. Okay. For why? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to be successful and it just loops. You know? yep, yep. And at, it's because it's conditioning really. And, you know, you're not taught to, and this is the, the major difference in uh, what I call lead intuitively is that you're not really taught what success is. You're taught to look at others and want what others want, but that's not right. success. It's success is what 
Yeah, exactly. It starts with desire, your imagination and your expectation. What do you expect? Okay. And from there, you calibrate your self-esteem, your self-confidence, and then comes the self-love and you know, self-respect of self. And so intuition is there to, t- to remind you, listen, Dorothy, <laughs> you're off the yellow brick road. Okay? For those who haven't seen the movie yet, it's called The Wizard of Oz. Because uh-huh. okay? uh, I know you have people probably across the world with your uh, podcast. So uh, yep. you know, rent it out. It's uh, The Wizard of Oz. You know, I think, I on think the they have a new road. Yeah. There's no witches. <laughs> uh, I think they have a new version out. I'm yeah, exactly. sure, so oh, yeah, there is actually. You're right. Johnny Depp, I think. Or, yeah. I, I'm not too sure. but <laughs> So uh, most of them have seen it or actually have heard about it, right? So uh, I just want to go back a little bit, Alain. Um, so when you're uh, trying to get somebody aware of themselves, they're not like going back to the people that don't hear this voice, uh, this this um, this ego is talking too loud, or their gut feeling is talking, but they just can't hear it, and they just shy away from uh, their intuition and just don't know what to do. How? What can you do to? to tap into hearing that? How, how do you get? The first thing you need to do is become aware of it. And so the first thing to do is to see a reality as a feedback mechanism. Now, before people think I'm talking Star Trek stuff here, <laughs> um, feedback mechanism is whenever you're observing what you're creating, because you're creating it all or co-creating it, okay? because you're not alone, what are you creating? Do you feel successful? Do you feel you're on the right track? Do you feel that uh, you constantly feel alone? That would be a sign that you know you're not, you know, following really your intuition into doing what it is that you either quote came here to do, as you know, a lot of people are asking related to their destiny. Right. But what is it you're observing? Do you feel successful or not? If not, then ask yourself, okay, where am I off? Am I off in terms of relationship? Am I top? in terms of business, off in terms of family values. or And so you go back, and this is what I teach a lot of people first when I start coaching them, just to make sure that you know they can hear the intuition is, what are your values? What's important to you right now in your life? Because it's a compass, okay? You'll often see this on the, on the internet in terms of people talking about um, you know, values and your compass, is that this directs where you're going and where you're coming from at this point in your life. So this the first thing you need to do is realize, am I successful or not? If I feel successful or not, okay? And what am I observing? So maybe you do feel successful, but everybody around you doesn't like you because they think you're uh, <clears throat> something like that or right. something else. You okay? can swear, Alan, if, if, yeah. if that's, <laughs> okay. if that's your thing. <laughs> it's free reign on this podcast. It's okay. <laughs> All right. And so, you know, to be able to see what you're creating is the most important. And it's called um, impact. That's the first part of self-realization also, which is self-awareness or awareness of your environment. Now, in order to go beyond that, then you need to really sit down and ask yourself this question. Okay. So you go back in time if you want and you think of an event in which, you know, you messed up and you thought, my God, you know how did I mess that up so badly? Or how come I didn't see this coming? So you go see yourself, you imagine a movie, you know, this is a very uh, uh, short technique I'll give here um, in terms, you know, you go ask yourself, 
So you go back in, in your mind and you go ask yourself, you know what? What made you make that decision? What did you base it upon? Well, you know, I thought this would happen. Okay, well, how did you know this would happen? What made you feel that? Well, you know, I had it in my head that this would happen. Okay, well, having it in your head and feeling it is two different things. It always has to go back to a feeling. Okay, and this is very important because the feeling will tell you. And, you know, the inner voice is there at first to tell you, but when you miss it, you know, you missed it. It's not going to come back because it was there. Most of the time, it's what I call from your future self. It's actually you throughout time. And we're not going to go into quantum physics here, but it's actually you or your inner self-helpers or spirit guides telling you, you know what? Uh, That's not a good idea right now. Mm -hmm. And at that point that you choose not to listen, okay? Usually, it'll be a pattern that you have. And usually, it's related to ego. So you go back to that time and you go ask yourself, why didn't I listen? Well, I thought I'd get away with it. <laughs> okay. Or I thought I had time. Right. Okay. And so at that point, then you know. So next time, whenever you think you have time, you think about it twice and thinking, okay, you know, because intuition okay. is like anything else. It's a calibrating instrument in terms of you learn to work with it. So even if you're the best psychic in the world or intuitive in the world or, you know, you always have to calibrate to your reality. Even I make, quote, mistakes, okay? But I don't see them as much as mistakes as feedback because next time I'll know. Because next time I've been able to identify what it is that I'm perceiving. You see, the big problem is, uh, and that's why when I, I create... Um, when I created my course on how to help people develop it, I, I, uh, sorry, I created what are called uh, word descriptors or predicates as you learn in NLP is that key words that you can use to tap into your mind or to recognize you know, when people are talking so that you can better calibrate your intuition um, on making decisions and choices so that whenever you observe something once and you miss it, the next time you'll know. Okay. Can you give us uh, a couple examples? Sure. I'll give you an example in which, uh, oh, well, here, actually, I was going to be, I thought I was going to be late, and I thought, mm, I think I'm going to make it today for your show on time, right? Mm, 8.30. Okay. But, okay, so it looks light, and it looks like as soon as I, I as soon as uh, I imagine time, and then I imagine that I'm going forward in time, and at one point, I hit a window. So for me, that says, okay, well, I'll get there right on time. And so I, you know, I emailed you. I said, you know, I might be a couple of minutes late. I need to get uh, some allergy medication. I said, you know what? I'm just going to do this out of politeness just to be sure. And went down there, you know, respected the law in terms of traffic, <laughs> came back. Okay. And boom, right here. I just got in front of my screen. Okay. Like two minutes early, I think. Two. <laughs> exactly. Okay. But for me... That window was actually my screen because I arrived, I sat down and boom, my face went almost in front of my screen. Mm. Okay? <laughs> so in terms of the future, I was able to perceive it. And so that feeling of lightness and that, that thing for me next time will tell me that, okay, if I do an appointment and I do it at my desk and I feel that feeling, that means that I'm going to be on time for this one. And so right. it's always a constant learning for people to, and you know, you you ask me, well, how can they do this? Well, the first thing you want to do uh, as another technique here is you want to be able to calibrate it through time. 
And so what I do with my students, I say, okay, well, what did you get for answer? They say, well, I got this one, or I feel I'll get this contract in this month. Okay. Or my, I have a client right now selling one of their franchise and they're saying, okay, I'm going to sell it by June. I said, okay, I write the date down. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when I sold one of my last properties, a triplex that I had, I told the, um, the real estate agent, I said, I'm going to be very disappointed on the 15th of January if this is not sold. <laughs> on that day, the guy came in the house and I told my girlfriend, I said, this is the guy buying it. He says, oh, you and your stuff, you know, never mind that stuff. Just let him. I said, no, no, I'm telling you, he's buying it. It's done. <laughs> okay. Leaves, calls me the next day, boom, buys the place, 15th of January. <laughs> oh, Wow. Wow, so you kind of place that anchor in there. Exactly. Right. So all the time I calibrate it. So I ask people, you know, what I do is I tell them, take a piece of paper and a pen, draw a line, draw the months, let's say uh, May, June, July, August, and get a feeling over it. Okay. Does it feel light? Does it feel dark? Does it feel like it stops or does it feel like it goes up or down at one point? And just write it there. Okay. June 12th, let's say for one of my clients. And then at that point, boom. Okay. One client is funny, is buying a mansion for over, you know, over one point something million dollars and uh, calls me up. He says, okay, I want you to tell me if I'm going to get this house or, you know, when I'm going to get it. I said, well, I don't sense anybody around it, uh, you know, making an offer and I'm sensing it by July. I see you in there. So I was able to know what was inside the house and people moving by July. So I told him July. So, you know, everybody's rushing around to get things done. He leaves on vacation <laughs> and people are like, why are you leaving? You're, you know, you're in the middle of moving. No, no, it's going to be that date. I'm leaving. I'll be back after. <laughs> and he got the house, July, he moved in. Okay. Uh, For me okay. to be able to do that, it's a bit more complex. Okay. In terms of intuition is uh, if you want to really push, push it and, you know, the people are very interested in in this is that you, you close your eyes and you learn to recognize objects around you. Even if your eyes are closed, you can, you know, you can start playing with your imagination and feel them. It's called the sense of substance in that every little thing around you, you know, I have uh, juice here beside me. I have, uh, uh, you know, I'm closing my eyes right now. I have my That's four so screens. <laughs> I have my four screens. I can feel the square of it, and you really push it. You know, I learned this from SWAT. I had a client in SWAT, and it made me mm. do that exercise once. Time he says, "Okay, close your eyes." He says, "What do you see in this room?" I said, "Well, I don't see anything. My eyes are closed." He says, "No, no. What do you remember seeing in this room?" And I thought, "Wow, that's cool." I said, "Yeah, that's so cool." I said, "Yeah, I can see things now." I said, "Let me push it further." So you know been friends for a while. A couple of weeks later, I said, listen, I want to, see, I want to test something. Um, and so, you know, he gives me the, they call it the house of horror. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's a, a, it's, a con, it's, it's a house they built, you know, to have crackhead, uh, crackhead and, you know, and methamphetamine labs and stuff like that for them to train in. Oh, okay. And so house I said, horror. listen, give me the address where you guys train for that horror thing. So he gives me the address. I said, okay. I'm going to describe everything in there and I want you to tell me if I'm right. I'm like, he says, are you kidding me? I said, no, no, tell me. I said, I see this here. There's beakers there. There's this thing beside this thing. There's this thing. Went back that, <laughs> he goes back that day, comes back to me. He says, you're crazy. He said, you were able to describe 
you know, almost to a T, most of the things in this room, like one thing beside the other. And I thought, cool, man, <laughs> that's so cool. Okay. So people can learn to do that. Uh-huh. Okay? They do it already. They just don't know they're doing it because time space doesn't really exist if you, uh, if, you know, think of quantum physics. And so when you train also in remote viewing or other, you know, psychic uh, courses, some of them will teach you to um, what I call find out targets. And again, it's the same thing as intuition is just being able to know whether your eyes are open or closed. The most important thing is to know what the name of the thing you're trying to describe. And you know, if you think of intuition and psychic stuff a long time ago, a lot of people know Nostradamus, you know, in the 1990s when it was right. the quote, end of the world or whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, there's something he, he said that he couldn't describe, like tanks and stuff like that. And so mm. I thought, hmm, how come he doesn't know? Why does he call those things fish? Because he had no words for it. You know, right. in 2000 years from now, if we have laser guns to heal people, see, I say laser guns to heal people. Most yeah. people have thought, you know, I'm going to shoot somebody. <laughs> so just that. You know, the perception of a laser gun usually is to shoot somebody. But just by saying that, now I created, you know, oh, wait a minute, laser gun, heal people. What does that look like? Okay. Uh-huh. They have to make the idea about it. You know, what does a check look like? What does a contract look like? Paragraphs, how to, you know, read a contract at a distance and being able to find out, you know, that paragraphs, you know, there's a space between one part and another. So it's easier to find out certain things from certain pages by you know, being able to calibrate your senses to that. So is so this something kind of like, uh, have, you, have you ever seen The, the Secret? Yes. Is, is it uh, similar? I mean, I mean not, not exactly it's the same. It's about the same thing. The principle, okay. I, I believe, behind The Secret is that you create your own reality. And that you know, everything, like my company is called Possibilities in Mind. Everything right. is possible. Not everything is probable, but everything is possible. Mm-hmm. And so it's to train your mind to be able to recognize what it does automatically or right now. You know, people mostly concentrate on you know, finding out why people are depressed or why people fail or this or that. They don't necessarily focus on you know, how do you create success. It has a resonance. It has a feel of vibration, a tonality. Whenever you learn to create it, it gets easier. You know? Uh, you know, people say, you know, you have a lot of people you help succeed on your website. I said, yeah, but you know, they're not all there, but you can see a lot of them. And basic thing that I do is I listen. I listen to find out what is success for that person and how can I help them. And if I don't feel I can help them, I just tell them, you know, I don't think I'll be able to help you with this. Or I think this is where you should aim. And then it's up to the person to do it. But the success is already there. You just have to calibrate it to you know, what it is for you. And again, it's about knowingness. It's the feeling of just knowing for yourself what it is and accepting it, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, with, with the exercises that you were mentioning earlier, I, I, and, and kind of goes back to the secret a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. not, not too much. I think you're a little bit more uh, detailed <laughs> mm-hmm. in this conversation than that movie. Because I believe, uh, just to digress in a little bit, but I believe, you know, the secret... It, it works, but it's it's missing an element in there, which is action. Right? It doesn't uh, tell you what it. It doesn't tells you what to some degree, but it doesn't exactly. tell you how. Exactly, and you know? I mean, and a lot of it, people. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say, and, and they don't tell you that you have to put action to it. So, in the, and I and I saw a lot of people 
uh, I think were miscommunicated. The fact that it is very, it's an, a magic, it's a magical thing, right? right. To, to think of, um, okay, I want to get this car. I'm going to think about it until I get it, uh, where they leave the to- the whole action part out of it, which or I like about the universe or, or leave it to the universe. Right. <laughs> but you know, you can only, the only, only the universe will help you uh, only Correct. if you help the universe and yourself. Exactly. Right. And, and I and I, I really like this, uh, and that's why I'm really enjoying this conversation. Um, and so, but, sorry, too much digression there. But no, no, uh, that's what, no, no, because <laughs> you're exactly right. And the thing about the, you know, I remember the movie, and people are telling me, you know, I want to create, uh, you know, this huge uh, clinic. I remember this client, this huge clinic. This person I saw, and you know, I'm going to create this and that. I'm like thinking, okay, that's very nice, but you have to put these things in place. Right. No, no, no. The universe will help me, and you know. I know that if I believe it enough, it'll come. I, you know, I can believe enough that my screen will turn into a white elephant, but <laughs> it'll probably create damage to my brain. Call you know, it's like yeah. you know, psychosis, <laughs> overload, smoke coming out of the ears. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and and you know, I'm all thinking about this month as Mental Awareness Month, so just respecting that at the same time. Yes, is that you know, you have to know how your mind works to be able to get to that point. You know, those billionaires, you know, they have a strategy for what they're doing. You know, I, I always, I often talk about Donald Trump because I, you know, I'll coach people on how to talk to investors to, to obtain money for their funds. But I don't tell you, you know, you get money from investors, you obtain it. You just ask for it. But how do you ask? Oh, you know, uh, you know, I remember during my seminar I, I gave in Vancouver a couple of months ago, the woman said, you know, well, I just thought this, the seminar was you're going to tell us, you know, how to go see an investor and they're going to give us money. I said, well, um, what do you mean by that? She says, yeah, I'm just going to talk to them and they're going to give me the money. I said, okay, well, think so about it this sh- way. Did- if I went to see you and I don't know you and you asked me for $100,000, would you give it to me? She said, no. I said, well, why would you expect somebody to do that? Oh, but uh-huh. that's not what I understood the course was about. I said, well, I understand, but you have to think about the fact that you have to give you know, create rapport with the person first. You know, they're not going to just, if they do give you a hundred thousand and they don't know you and they, they give it to you, you got to, you know, give them my phone number and tell them to do the same thing or ship it to me or, you know, e-transfer or something. You now, know? did she think it was a hypnosis course on how to play Jedi mind tricks on getting yeah, investor money? Make, was uh, that? You know, that was the big thing during the weekend is, you know, <laughs> they called me the Jedi. They keep calling. I have Brian, this really cool guy, a friend of mine, he calls me the Jedi, you know. Um, it's because I think it's because of the fact of it's just how do you call it? It's a misunderstanding, you know. Right. You'll read all these, so. you know, sales sales pages, and when we do the copywriting, I always make sure that you know we what we say is what we're going to do. But you have a lot of copywriting that'll just sell you, sell you, sell you stuff, and then you know you'll be able to do this within this within that, and there's like no effort. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the number one thing that you learn in business is that the number one thing that is the most important in any business thing that you'll do or processes is effort. Right, you have to put in the work. You know, <laughs> you know, and I think I remember seeing just recently somebody asking, you know, the wife of billionaire Elon Musk, you know, if I think positive and I succeed and I work hard, you know, will I become you know rich or something? And she just trashed banged into him, man. <laughs> Not going to go into the detail, but she really hammered it to him. Is there an article out there? Bang, bang, bang. bang. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take a look at it. I'm going to find it and send it to you, actually. Yeah, no, she thanks. She just like 
pound that I'm so bad. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> but she's, because <laughs> they've been through a lot. I've uh-huh. been following him. And I remember, you know, I had predicted that his, uh, Tesla would, you know, really go uh, and succeed. But at the time, nobody believed me. And you looked at it. And I have one of my clients, you know, he actually sent a letter to get the Tesla motor here, like I think over 10 years ago, uh, to be able to be one of the uh, first dealerships here to sell because he really believed in it. And he's highly intuitive himself. You know, he really believes in intuition. And if you think of Elon Musk and, you know, those kind of people, Steve Jobs, you know, Steve Jobs always, you know, you constantly read this quote about him, you know, talk about intuition or Bill Gates mentioning, you know, at the end of the day, you just have to listen to your intuition sometimes. Right. And it's not just the fact that they're billionaires, it's just that they succeed. But, you know, a thousand, like millions of years ago, you know, what did we use? We used intuition, you know, we called it instinct to survive. And now in business, there's so much stuff to process. I mean, you wake up, you got to look at Facebook, you got to look at Twitter, you got to look at Pinterest, you got to look at God knows what else, you know, because before you even, you know, go into the shower almost. Yeah. And, and, and you know, it's funny you, you bring that up because I, I have, uh, you know, our technology uh, era or mm-hmm. generation, uh, it's, it's hard to, to unplug, right? You get so right. addicted to laptop, it's just iPad, overwhelming, TV. And you need yeah. this sense to be able to, you know, shift through all that. And say, okay, we'll do this. We'll do and that. How would you, and now you how can't you, wait. Yeah. You know? So how how would you do that, Ali? I'd, I'd like to. For me, I just for me, I do something that most people, you know, that I've talked to, that a lot of people don't do is, I take a lot of time to plan. Okay. I just sit down, and I I ask questions. I write them down. You know, I even have a team now. It's called the Office of um, Strategic Intuitive Intervention in which we'll look at a client and we'll you know, sit down and we have their, um, what's it called? Their um, consent to be able to be three people to look and say, this is what we're noticing. Okay, I have a client now that's waiting to get you know, a big, big, a huge sum of money. And so I said, well, do you mind? I'm going to have two other people with me and we're going to go through a protocol we follow to use our intuition and ask the specific questions about what's going to come up and stuff like that. And you know they'll say yes, and then we go through it uh, because there's so much, so much information now. It's just you—you you can't wait three, four weeks for something in, in certain businesses because you'll be finished. Okay, right. and so people need now, and I, the more and more in the last two, three years, I'd say, you know, I'll coach people, and just, at one point they'll say, "Can you just tell me what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Can you just tell me?" You know, yeah. I just recently I had a client; um, he had to go. Uh, to jail uh, because of an infraction it's very something very light and you know mm-hmm. you know we're with the lawyer and i said just go to jail you'll just get this time and i i believe within two weeks you'll be out and it was between two weeks and he was supposed to be there for longer but you know the judge you could see the judge having a hard time giving the sentence and they were like that 10 minutes and i'm like everybody's waiting 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 <laughs> and you know because the guy had done so much and intuitively we set out a you know a program for him to so by the time he got to um, to court that he would be able to present the judge. This is what I did, and you know we had a learning plan to this. And the judge was like, "Yeah, well, you know, you, this this is really good what you've done." And you know, he almost felt sorry to send them. Oh, just, really? I've never seen that before. You know, and I'm not saying you know use your intuition, you won't go to jail, but 
<laughs> Actually, if you do use your intuition, you won't go to jail because your intuition will say, you know what? That's a bad idea. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do, don't that. do it. <laughs> no, you don't want to do the time. Don't do the crime. Don't do the crime. No. So, so Alain, what, what is a typical day in your life? Because um, I know your, I mean, your vibe. It's very, uh, it's very um, calm and mellow, and it, it feels like uh, sound. It feels like you must meditate. Do you yeah. do you do any anything like oh, that? Yeah, yeah actually, I meditated uh, probably around. I asked my, you know, my fiance to take care of my son, um, so I could like rest for 30 minutes and just you know feel what would be good for your clients would be good for you how can i help you at the same time as i'm talking so that you know it all you know it changes your life also uh, to some degree um for myself usually like i said i'll plan and i only take a couple of clients and then i'll do seminars or you know i really take the time with my clients to monitor i monitor we call it monitoring (laughs) sorry in case people are asking what does that mean you know, uh, sure. monitoring means that intuitively we have a list of clients that we look over time, and so sometimes uh, we'll be I'll, I'll sense that you know something's wrong with uh, somebody's child, and so I'll call and say you know is your child okay and stuff like that. Oh, you know he has a cold right now or he's not feeling too good, and you know just came out of the hospital or something. That's it's like so. This is something we offer to our members. Uh, we have you know when I do coaching, I do one on one, but I mostly do memberships now. So when your memberships, we follow what are called, uh, like I said, protocols in which, you know, we'll go through different things with you. And at the same time, we, uh, I'll give you an example of, you know, I say monitoring because uh, at one point, it came from the idea that one time I was, you know, I was working on something. I was really, really concentrated. And at one point I couldn't concentrate anymore. And so I kept seeing my assistant really sad and, you know, like crying or desperate or something. So I pick up the phone and I, you know, it's like, 10, 15 years ago, I pick up the phone. I said, listen, what's the problem? She starts crying. And I'll call her Mrs. X because, you know, I wanna, I'm not sure <laughs> she wants her name out or not. I'm pretty sure she's okay. But I said, what's the problem? So I'm sorry. I didn't want to disturb you, but you know, this is happening to me and blah, blah, blah. I said, well, you know what? You should have just called because you're disturbing me anyway. So what is it? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, she's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, no, no. Just tell me so I can help you so I can go back to my work. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where uh, I thought, wow, this is pretty cool. That's crazy. Yeah. And, you know, she, she thanked me and she said, you know, I knew you'd know and something like that. I'm like, how did I know that? Just I can't concentrate. That's crazy. Time. And so I developed what's called monitoring, which I do uh, some clients. And it's, mm-hmm. it's very powerful. And it's, you know, it's listening to your intuition in that you get two things going on in your head and you decide to pay attention to it and to find out. Now, I could have yeah. just dismissed it. And kept working and think, you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, probably in your, uh, during your podcast will, will get that idea of, you know, I'm thinking of somebody, um, you know, maybe something wrong, maybe something's okay. And now, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know, a friend from high school, you know, two months ago, uh, I, I asked his phone number from another friend. I said, you know, can you give me this, this guy's number? Because I need to talk with him. I just want to... And then, you know, he calls me, he says, okay, Eli, is something wrong? What do you see? Is something wrong? I said, no, no, no. I just wanted to get, you know, what's going on with you and something like that. Because you kept popping up in my mind. So I'm not sure if it's good or bad, but I decided, you know, I'm going to call you. And you know, yeah. in this case, it was perfectly okay. He was just laughing at me. because that, you know, That's so weird because I it's, I think it's happened to, to, you know, a lot of people too. Like exactly. you're, 
I'd be talking to somebody, um, I'll start talking to my girlfriend about somebody and saying, Oh, you know, I wonder how they're doing. And then, yeah. and, and I haven't seen them in, in ages. And what would happen is they'll either send me a message on Facebook or, or shoot me a text or give me a call. And I'm just like, wait a minute, I was just talking about you, you know, or exactly. Uh, it, it's just crazy how yeah. it, that I guess it's quantum so if physics. You listen to it, it, it's also called synchronicity. Because what people, yeah, okay. what people forget or don't know, actually, because I learned it from Dr. Michael Persinger, who's the lead neuroscientist in uh, the psychic field and other fields because he's a neuroscientist, but he's really known in our field for, you know, there's studies that he's made. And when I met him, he said, well, did you study these thing in, in terms of hertz and waves? I didn't even know what that meant at that time. <laughs> I just went to see him. I'm like this kid, like 20 something, 23, you know, and he's telling me those things, really nice person, brilliant. And I thought, wow, waves, okay, waves. And now if you look like on my newsletter, I'm talking about how many patents are coming out related to brain waves. You know, it's the big thing right now. Neurosynchronizers, brain waves, binaural beats, you know, is an app uh, yeah. that people can have on iPhone that is, you know, neurosynchronizers. The Monroe Institute talks about, um, you know, emisync, which it syncs both um, your right brain and left brain hemisphere because when you do intuition, what happens is you, sometimes you'll, you'll do more things impulsively and spontaneously, whereas the, le- the left brain is more you know, uh, logical and things like that, but you have to balance them out. And so EmiSync does that, which is very mm-hmm. powerful technology. But in terms of that, you know, mother's, you know, mother's intuition. You know when mother knows or daddy knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ever heard that one? Yeah, I mean, uh, a couple you know, times, you do yeah. whatever you want, and then it doesn't work out. And mommy says, "You know what? Yeah, I just knew it. You know, it's mommy. <laughs> How did you know, mom? It's mommy. She was right. She was right. But you know, sometimes exactly. you don't want to admit it. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, I lay. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to take too much of your time. I know you're a busy no, man. Um, I have uh, a few last questions. So, what what would be uh, three things that we can do right now to train and build that intuition muscle? I know you went through a few earlier but uh, i know you're you're really into processes so as a beginner what would or uh, not a i don't know i guess beginners uh the right word but what's this how to start right how to start there you go the first thing (laughs) is to recognize whenever you used it before okay okay so that'll give you uh, an idea of how you process it first and you go back to use your past to be able to know how to do it for the future Okay. So whenever I train people or whenever I look intuitively in somebody's life, I'll ask them for myself what their ages and I'll look in the past, give them two things or three things that you know, they can validate. Why? Because it also enables me to calibrate and you know, raises the self-esteem because I evaluated it or estimated it properly. So for people, the first thing is to recognize when did you do it correctly mm-hmm. and when did you do it not correctly so that you know yeah. the difference. That's the first one. Second one, whenever you feel something, go with it. Okay. Now, before you know, people start doing crazy stuff because they say, "Well, you just said go with it." Okay. It's only you want to ask yourself what's the impact. So, as an example, if you feel that you know, like you said, I'm talking, uh, you know, this person comes into mind, and you know, I'm going to call them to see how they're doing, and all of of a sudden, you find out, you know, something's not right in their family or they're doing well and they're about to do this or they're about to go on this trip and oh my god i'm going on the same trip oh my god you know i'm going to the same movie 
Okay. You calibrate with the future in terms of you write it down in terms, sorry, you listen to what they say. And you also put the fact that you listen to yourself. So that means that if you get the feeling like I did with my assistant, you know, that it keeps coming to you, coming to you, coming to you, pay attention to it and then act on it. Okay. Right. Okay. If you feel that, you know, you want to go out and you keep feeling, you know, I have to go, I have to go, I have to go. Ask yourself, why do you think you have to go? Is it because, you know, you think it's going to bring you something or not? And then you calibrate. If it turns out that it's a bad thing or you shouldn't have gone out, then you'll know next time. Right. Okay. okay. Because sometimes you'll just feel impulsively like, you know, um, I want to do this, but it's just more your ego wanting to do it than you. <laughs> you just don't recognize which one is which. But after a while, you know, you get yeah. to know. <laughs> Yeah, I understand and that. And if you don't, uh, then well. you really need to find out how to do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you get a lot of people um, that'll start patterns like economic patterns of spending, you know, when they think, you know, I shouldn't be spending or they just go spend, 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 spend. Oh, uh, yeah. Whereas you I know was, the impact yeah. is not good. That would be an idea of, you know what, maybe you want to find out how you make that decision, just choose otherwise. Right. And, and I've been through both you? of those. Yeah, both of them. Uh, <laughs> the ego was very loud. Uh, you know, young male. Uh, yeah. <laughs> alpha. <laughs> alpha, yeah. The early Almost. teens to late thir- late 20s, actually. Yeah. Is, uh, I mean, you know, it still creeps up once in a while, but uh, it's easier to tame now and I'm more appreciative of, of things. Uh, I'm in my mid-30s now. But uh, So what you could do is listen to that that you know if you say tame i'll I'll imagine it's a beast (laughs) (laughs) well no comment for right now until until (laughs) until the show goes on for a couple years and you find out you know what's taming it right or at the point is you know just decide to listen to something else a third Mm -hmm. one i would say is take notes okay like journal yourself an inventory an intuitive inventory or an inventory of intuition Okay, in which, you know, my, my, the students, whenever I train them or whenever I do it, I have a, a coaching platform in which I ask them to journal. Okay. So let's say right. that they say, this is what's going to happen or this is what I sense is coming. They write it down. They write as much detail as they can so that at the time when it comes, then they're able to see. Sometimes they're a week off. Sometimes they're like a month off. I've seen some people be on the day, but a year later. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've seen some people, you know, get new opportunities that just went boom, just like that. Okay. Especially now I, I use it a lot to help people teach in terms of, uh, you know, contract negotiation. Right. So one of, um, two clients I have, um, one of them, you know, was negotiating. I said, listen, I sense or the, the number that had just came up to me when you were speaking is $80,000. Okay. And they said, oh, okay. And then they go to their wife and said, how the? How did he know that? How did, there's no way he could have known that. There is no way. And then they're during the negotiation and nothing's going through and they want 60 and he says, no, you know, and he's thinking in his head, he told his wife, Ally told me 80, so I'm going to say 80. So he got 80,000. He kept with it. Okay. Yeah. And he got 80,000. So, but for me, it just, it just, for numbers, they'll just appear in a flash. Hmm. Okay. I'm listening to a person and I ask myself, well, what's the number? Boom, it comes up. So for, as you go along, the more you know how you do your own process, 
the easier it is for you to access that again and let it flow. And it'll just come like this. Just over time, it'll just get better and better and better because you found out what's the process you're using. Not necessarily Alain's using this process, but what am I using? And you know, when I started this, I just went to see people. I asked them a question. How do you do it? How do you do it? Well, how come you do it this way? He does it that way. And then I found out, you know what? Of all the things that are consistent is they're able to do it and it's different for everybody. Therefore, the thing that must be true is that it's, you know, it's individual. And so I started learning how I did it. And then after that, you know, I just started teaching others on asking the questions on how are you doing it? Okay. It's not important really how I'm doing it. It is important, you know, if you want to relate or, you know, get an understanding, but it's more important in how you do it. I mean, if you look at movies like the X-Men or, you know, things like that, they all have a special ability, right? So the idea is to find out what is that ability and then nurture it, you know, uh, give yourself some compassion when you make mistakes. And mistakes are, again, feedback, okay? So whether you have it right or you have it wrong, you still get a result. And this is the most important part is to find out how did you get that result. And the how is more important than the why. The how will give you the mechanisms of it. If you pay attention and you go through the process, the sequence. When I say process, imagine this, okay? You go and buy, um, let's say, a piece of meat, okay? So to get that piece of meat, somebody had to have a cow or, you know, the meat you're using, bring it to, you know, bring it to the butcher, bring it to delivery, bring it to the store, bring it to your, either the restaurant you're in or at home. That's what a process is, is from one part to the other. Mm -hmm. Whenever you're doing the intuition, you want to write down, okay, I'm sensing this for this person. I'm sensing that, you know what, this person is bad for this other person. So I'm going to write it down and journal it. And let's see in six months from now if I was right or wrong and then go from there. Or individually, the same thing. The more you journal, the more you're building feedback. Because self-esteem, by definition, is your ability to estimate and evaluate the reality you're creating or responding to. And so you're building self-esteem and you're building self-confidence, which is your ability to rely on your positive ego, which is done by getting more and more an idea of when you got a result right. I didn't say you got the answer right, you got the result right. So if you know that it wasn't a good idea and you did it and you find that it's not a good idea, then you were right. If you think you were right and you're going to succeed and you succeed, then you're right. Okay, so it's the result. It's the impact you look at, nothing mm-hmm. else. Right. Okay, interesting. Very, very, very good stuff there. Um, now, Alain, I know you have an online course. Do you teach uh, this on your online course? Or, or what, do you, what, do you, what, what, what do you have in your, uh, in your product line that we can take a look at if we wanted to to learn more about you and, and move forward with this. If you, um, if you want to learn more about how to develop your intuition, the, I believe the course is called The Seven Law Senses, How to Develop Your Psychic and Intuitive Abilities. Because psychic comes from the psyche, which is your mind. Okay? And there is also one called, I believe, Communicating with Your uh, Guides, okay? Okay. which is what I always teach all my clients is how to communicate with their guides. Just because of the fact that you need to recognize that you're not alone. So that, in terms of the guides, you know, uh, ancient tribes use it. 
uh, spirit guides. Um, you know, you've heard of higher self from Deepak Chopra probably yeah. or other people. Uh, so I enable them to communicate with that. So that enables them to even get their intuition to a whole new level. And you'll notice a lot of people that work with intuition and intuitive, they'll always talk about guides or some mm-hmm. go so far as talking about angels. I don't really uh, specialize in that, although, you know, I do believe in those things and uh, right. work with them sometimes, but um, it's a different field. That's all. But okay. in terms of developing this, this would be the course. And they can always, uh, you know, contact me uh, for an, in, you know, an intuitive reading or to know more so that I can give them uh, more ideas on how to develop it. Right. And, and if you can uh, tell me what your website is, I'll also put it in the show notes later sure, on. Sure, it's on my, uh, my name, alainjambaptiste.com. So you can also, uh, because I know sometimes in English, my name gets mispronounced. So it's A-L-A-I-N, Jean-Baptiste. Or you can just do keepusinmind.com. That's pretty okay. simple. And there I you go. Just go. That's my name. <laughs> you know, it's pretty hard to forget. Keep us yeah. in mind. Keep us okay. in mind. And uh, okay, so yeah, they could go to your website and uh, and get a free intuition consulting. And for those that want to really build it to a whole new level in their own uh, businesses, uh, then there's the program that is um, one-on-one coaching, which is called Lead Intuitively, and that's more for people uh, that want to you know work it in business. There's other people that don't use it for business, but what I've noticed is a lot of people using project management or leadership roles or business. And owners. are these all uh, online training? Uh, no, this one is one-on-one with me. Okay. Okay. So, but, but the, the other one, the other ones can be done online by themselves and you can always okay. ask uh, for one hour of coaching with me or two, two sessions of coaching uh, just to calibrate it. Okay, great. Great. Okay. Well, Alain, well, I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, a lot of, uh, a lot of great gems that you, that you dropped today. And uh, I'm going to start doing this in my meditation. I meditate every, try to meditate every day, but I'm going to start using my intuition as well this next time. Just and take 15 minutes. That's yeah. all you need per day. 15 minutes twice a day. You should be able to just recalibrate and make sure that everything's okay. You'll see it's it's quite profound. And yep. thank you very much for uh, you know finding me out and uh, uh, asking me on your show. For sure, Ale, and uh, and I'll and I'll keep you updated on the results. Perfect. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot, Ale. We'll keep in touch. Thank you, and take care, everyone. Thank you. Bye bye. Wow. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode with Ale. I certainly did. I took a lot of notes down, and uh, I I really think it's important to hone and strengthen our intuition muscles. Uh, I mean, it's going to be valuable for you in business in life, uh, for survival, just everything in life, uh, as you heard in the podcast. And I truly believe that. And I, I'm glad I had Alain on the show. Now, if you guys uh, want to get a hold of Alain, everything will be in the show notes, all his links, uh, how to get in touch with him, his website, all that good stuff. And you can go to hustletalk.com forward slash EP6. Once again, hustletalk.com forward slash EP6, and you can find everything there. Uh, in addition to that, I have, uh, I'll have on that site a link for you to download my new ebook, Hustle 101, a clear-cut guide to creating an online passion business. Uh, this goes into creating your product as well as setting up marketing 
automation funnels so that you can be set up for success. So this is a lot, I put a lot of work into this and it's uh, a lot of the knowledge comes from uh, tried and true, tried and tested uh, techniques and strategies. And it's absolutely free. So download that Hustle 101, the clear cut guide to creating an online passion business at hustletalk.com. Also, show me some love. Go to iTunes, subscribe to my podcast, go to Stitcher. Subscribe to my podcast. Give me a five-star rating as well as a seller review if you feel that I'm providing value by bringing all these awesome guests on the show as well as uh, some of my solo sessions. Now, again, go subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and also go download my ebook, Hustle 101, hustletalk.com forward slash EP6. And the show notes on how to get a hold of Alain and find out more about him. Until next time, keep hustling.